It's the Kaufman Show on TSN 690. I'm Dave Kaufman, joined by Jay Farrar. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? We are back. We are back. We are here. It's before midnight. We're happy to be on air. No with you overtime. All. No, thank goodness. Yeah. I was uh, picturing us doing a show where we would play deadlines and then play I Love This Town. Yeah. And then walk out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just because we showed up at studio. That's right. Just to prove to everybody that we were that here. That we were here That's and right. we were ready to go. We are let, troopers. The, let the suits know that we were here. Because you know the suits are listening. Yes, they are. 100%. Yes, they are. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs> Good morning. Jake. Your coffee will be ready when you get in. You will. Well, tomorrow's a big day. Right. Tomorrow's the day where... Uh, I wonder if the hospitals are quieter tomorrow. You'd think they are, but there's probably more cases of heart problems. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say heart problems, psychological problems. Oh, for sure. Uh, swearing problems. Swearing problems, uh, anger management issues. Uh, yeah, it's getting a little little more heated. I had to do a, I had to. I was on air last week on uh, CJD during a game. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the toughest things I've ever done. Just the stress of it being the, the semifinals for the cup. And, yeah, and the dozens of people. Well, I wasn't thinking about that part of it, Jay. 
that were listening. That's right. I, that, that part I mean, let's there. be honest, right? Yeah, but I'm not, I don't, Dave, you're such a trooper. I, you know, that's what I, and I bet you, you were all prepped. It was a show like no other, and you did it anyway, but I'm sure uh, you had one eye looking at the TV the whole time. I had both eyes looking at the TV the entire time. Right. And, uh, but you still did a heck of a show. Avi Goldberg was there, who has joined us on this show. Avi, who wrote the, uh, the tome on the Kaufman show a couple right. of years ago. Yes. All 3,000 plus words of it. Yes. And, uh, well. I a- still a- haven't finished trooper. reading that. No, well, you were way. interviewed for it. I was. I, I only I read that part, for sure. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. You yeah. look beautiful on the CBC tonight, Jay. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was a much longer interview than that. It was. That's that's TV. That's TV. I know. I And they just, for me, they didn't they play the for best fu- part. Well, of course, but it doesn't fit into whatever your part was that they, that was the best didn't fit into the narrative of the rest of the story yeah well my thanks to allison northcott she's uh i was wondering why she followed me on twitter today i was trying to she did and apparently her husband is a big fan of the kaufman show oh really as yeah oh good to know yeah he's a big big fan and she she knew of you right away she didn't she doesn't listen to us, but her, her husband does. Her husband does. So, so when I when I when I mentioned you and that I was a co-host on the show, she was delighted and said that her husband thinks we have a very cerebral show wow. and that it's different. Well, isn't that lovely? Yeah. Thank you so, very much. I haven't told you that before. This is the first no, time I'm, that I'm Dave Kaufman's actually finding out. It's on genuinely the genuinely touched, and yes. he is. He's blushing. Well done. Well yeah, done. Well done to you. So uh, let's uh, let's get down to the to business at hand because tomorrow is just such a big hockey game, and, and that is why Jay was on the national tonight. It was a piece about rabid Habs fans, and Jay was talking about what he's been seeing down at McLean's Pub on Peel. Yeah, and well, I'll tell you, I walked in there last night after the game. Okay, it was. Uh, yeah, I missed you. You did, yeah, because I was there. You you left you left at an opportune time. It was yeah. uh, it was walk, like walking into a very sad. Bar and it was no different than any other bar that I walked into last night. But it, it was a sad, drunken night in Montreal last night. It was a very sad night. the The moment that that goal went into the net, uh, Marty St. Louis scores. It was just pure and utter de- devastation. The life and the energy in the air was sucked <laughs> completely. Why are you laughing? This is I'm a serious business. I'm picturing myself sitting at the bar at Embassy, watching that goal go in, and. Uh, <sighs> Being there with a friend and not saying, oh, I don't know, five words for the next hour? The worst part was there was a clan of about, I'd say, eight to ten Rangers fans. Oh, God. In oh, the bar. Oh, God. Thank God that wasn't where I was. And there was some nasty chanting going back and forth throughout. The Rangers were doing their, hey, hey, song after, after the Ranger fans were singing that after every time they scored, after there was a Ranger goal. Right in the overtime, for some reason, but see, sometimes Montreal fans really drive me nuts, Dave. And I can understand. <laughs> well, just you wait. Yeah, I can understand why some t- some of the cities hate us. The yeah. rest of the league. Yep. And for no reason, it's overtime now. Nobody has scored yet, and they chant of "F you Rangers" starts. They didn't say "F" because we are in a bar. "F you Rangers," and I and I looked over, and I said. Imagine they score right now. How are these idiots going to feel? get out alive. Yeah. That's Ten on you. seconds later. <laughs> Ten seconds later. And it's and it's like everybody's eyes in the room went on to that table oh God. that was chanting and said, pretty much blame them for what had happened. I'm not sure if they got out of there alive or not. Uh, but you say you got in after there I was, was no there. There was no blood on the floor. There was no blood. There yeah. was no chaos. I didn't slip on any blood, yeah. at least. Okay. Maybe I stepped Bob around. Bob the bouncer was still up in a line. Bob and, was still there okay, and, and in fine form. 
but uh, the entire city got hit by a drunk and sad bomb last night, sometime between the end of the third period and the end of the overtime. Wow. Yeah, it was a, it was a weird place to be last night. And I spent, uh, oh, I don't know, 25 minutes at the Bell Center last night as well. Yeah. Went in and checked it out. Not uh, not for me. No. I, I, like, it's good to be, I like the charity angle. I don't see why Sergakis thinks that he's losing customers over this. Well, there's a lot of people that think they are, you know, I, I, he, because it's mostly families that's that are going in there. That's there's a I'm lot saying. of kids. There's families that usually, they're yeah. trying to take in. I mean, it's not the exact experience of a game, but it's close. What it is, you're there. You know what it is? It's when they score. It's, it has a really cool feeling because you're with 20,000 people that are celebrating. But other than that, you're watching the game on a television screen. Yes. And it's yes. loud. And it's loud. And it's loud. And I just sounded and so apparently old local for complaining about, I just sounded so old for complaining about how loud it was. Right. Yeah, I, I local loco locas played at intermission. Okay. Maybe if Anakin Slade had played, I would have stayed. Well, just just wait, throwing wait. it out there. Okay. All I can say is uh, let's hope there's a game six I for numerous reasons. I understand why people would want to. That's cool. I yeah. understand why <laughs> you people. That? I okay. did. I did. I understand why people would want to go. I'm happy. I went and checked it out. If the Habs advance to the finals or if there's another game at the Bell Center, I will not be buying tickets. Well, listen, I know that if that existed, and it actually did from the 93 Cup I remember. Final, I remember. I went. There you go. I went, my, I went with my friends. Now, if it had been earlier on, I know my family, we didn't grow up rich. We didn't grow up with money. I know we would have been one of those families that would have taken advantage That's right. of paying the $10 to go in. It's going to charity. That's fine. And, and, and at least... Having that, it's 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 the most minimal of experiences. But at least you're there, right? You where you you're where the Canadians usually play. I was happy just to be in the Montreal Forum to see a concert sure. and think to myself, "Sure, I love that. This Absolutely. is where the Habs play." Absolutely. Hey, you know what? The only time I've been to Madison Square Garden was for a concert. Uh, I've got a bunch of those on my list. Yeah, uh, and it's a cool feeling. And let's, I mean, let's be honest, it's not affordable. For 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 families, I mean, even you know, middle 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 class, it's barely affordable for upper class. Right. It's ridiculously expensive. Right. So I mean, you know, I bought a sure, pair. Of, I bought sure. a pair of grays. I went to Game Six in the grays, and yeah. they were not cheap. They were not. They cheap. were not for for a pair of grays to sit at the back of the building. Mm-hmm. But it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not you saying were, you were you were at the same game, weren't you? I was in Game Six. I was at the Game Six in the Boston series. Yeah. The first and only play. Imagine now, I'm 37. Yeah, the first and only playoff game I've ever been to. Well, I never said I wasn't lucky. No, no. So you know, and, and let's be honest. Sure, it's it's a business decision. They're there to sell beers and concessions and what what have you. Yeah, but twenty but thousand time, times ten dollars goes to charity. And and there's a lot of kids who would never ever get that chance to go see the the, the bell center otherwise Amen. and be a part of an experience of 20,000 people yelling and screaming when they score a goal man tomorrow night is just going to be all kinds of stressful hmm. i i cannot imagine it's funny sitting there and watching the game and thinking how did john and sergio do it because especially at the level that they are where they're so involved and so emotionally invested they travel with the team. They're there with the team all the time. I mean, we're not going to pretend that John and Sergio are not Habs fans. But you know what, Jimmy? Pull up uh, the St. Louis game-winning goal clip because that is just such a hallmark of the professionalism of John Bartlett. I've heard that clip. It's you know, incredible. I, 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 happened, I wasn't happy to be listening to it at the time, but I have heard the clip, and it is – what a call. What a great call. 
Go ahead, Jimmy. Markov has got it. He'll try to clear it, and it rolls to the line, stays in. St. Louis a chance. In tight, shoots, scores! Martez St. Louis, overtime winner. The Rangers win it 3-2 in overtime, and Martez St. Louis is the hero on Broadway tonight. And I know it didn't sound it at the time, but that is that is a huge sign of how lucky we are as Montrealers to have a play-by-play man like John Bartlett. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's professionalism at its finest. I mean, like I said, let's be honest. John Bartlett is not a New York Rangers fan. No. Okay? He's he's out, outright a Montreal fan. Everybody knows it. I mean, we're not going to lie about it. So is Sergio. Sergio won a cup with the Montreal Canadiens. He was born and raised here. Let's be honest. Played for the Rangers the last time they met in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, that wasn't a call by the Tampa Bay Lightning. No. Announcer. You know, it wasn't a call by uh, Jack Edwards. No, no, it was the the anti Hawk Harrelson is what it was. That that was a call by a professional hockey broadcaster. And John Bartlett's the best. Right here on TSN six ninety. This is the Kaufman Show. It's about time for a midnight update from Mister Jimmy G. Jimmy, you're well. Jimmy says he's well. <laughs> this is good. John Kakalakis is here as well. There we'll he uh, hear his thoughts on tomorrow night's tilt. As well as tonight's LA Kings victory. I'm Dave Kaufman, joined by Jay Ferrar. You can follow Jay on Twitter at the Ferrar side. I'm at the Kaufman Show. Phone lines will be open throughout the midnight hour. Torben Rolfson joins us at 12:20. Lots of fun ahead. Join us. Welcome back. It's the Kaufman Show on TSN 690. Dave Kaufman and Jay Farrar here till 1 a.m. John Kakalakis joins us as well. Jimmy G is on the board. We're getting ready for a big, big night tomorrow in this city. This is the night where it either all goes to pot or we see cop cars aflame, right? Has it not? (laughs) One or the other. Right. Has it not gone to pot already or? Well, I want to keep that glimmer. It is a seven-game series that's, for a reason. But that's the big question, it's not isn't a five-game series, or no, they'd be I, golfing right I know. now. I know, but... Often, and 3-1 isn't 3-0. It's, it's not. It's not. But you know what? It, what's funny is, I said this today, is you look at 3-1 and it doesn't look as bad. But then you look at what the Canadians need to do 
in order to win this series. You mean win three in win a row? Win three without losing. Right. Right. Without, without Carey Price. Without Carey Price. So that's when it becomes a little more bleak. And uh, optimism seems to dwindle a little bit. What are your thoughts on Tokarski? Oh, what, what more do you want from the kid? You know, really, what more? He gave the chance, two games in a row, he gave the Canadians a chance to win. He made some spectacular saves. He was there for his team, and they didn't respond. The power play is dead, and frankly, these guys are exhausted. Do you think uh, Price makes the save in overtime? I I can never, ever answer that. Did you read uh, Brian Wilde today? No. I thought he was he was very generous to, to Tukarski, but did say that Price makes that save. No, you can't say that. You that can't, Price, you can't Price covers that, that angle that Price is two inches taller. And, uh, you well, can't he, say that. Well, you're right. You're right. He didn't say it. He wrote it. Yeah, you can't so write that. You can write it. You can't say <laughs> no, it. No, you can't write it either. <laughs> you can't, you know, I should have been hit by a car today. A I little different. A little different. Why? Why? Well, it, it doesn't quite trend. Like, it doesn't quite transfer. You, it's, the it's, logic is faulty. There's no logic. There's no logic. <laughs> no, but there isn't. There's no science or logic to predicting, logic predicting Louis, a future you can never know. St. Louis has been shooting high. You're right. And it's... Does St. Louis, okay. Louis shoot right. the same? There's no, it's the, the ice ball theory, okay? You're right. right. The, the pitch already came and went, and it's out of the stadium, and it's, it's halfway up the Mississippi right now, and there's nothing we can do. The only way that maybe Price makes that save is yeah. if Tokarski suddenly morphs into Price... After St. Louis has taken the shot and is aimed for an area where Price's shoulder will suddenly manifest out of air. I don't know if this sounds weird or not, but I took comfort in knowing that it was Markov that screwed up the play that led to the goal. There was something about having it. it at least it wasn't, you know, I mean, not that he was dressed, but at least it wasn't Doug Murray. Oh, my God. Right. He'd be dead right now. Right. Right. He'd be dead right now. Be hanging in Dominion Square right now Ellen from looked, a statue. Uh, Yemelin looked off, though. Well, Trying there, to come across, he did not have it. I haven't seen it, but apparently there's a video going around of, of, what? of Yemelin on that play. I think the video is kind of focused slow. on he him. Slow. He was hurt earlier on in the game. He, t- I think he took a puck off the leg. Something happened to him. Like I said, you don't know if these guys are injured or not. No, of course not. And I'm not going to jump on individuals. I'm not going to jump on Thomas Van. No, you're not. not you're not going to jump on Max I know so everybody's easy. going to. I know. I know. Nobody's jumping on Josh Georges or Max Pacioretty, though. Well, you know, Max, Max uh, Josh Georges has knocked down his goalie more times than Kreider has. <laughs> he's like he's like the unintentional Kreider. When's the last the time? Canadians. Uh, when's the last time Patrick scored? Well, it was uh, Game Seven, wasn't it? So it's been okay. So he has not. I know that the two goals. I mean, not, not that it's he scored. News it, to he anyone. scored in the Tampa series. Yeah, he final the, the final the, the goal final goal of the Tampa series of the Tampa series. And then then he scored one in, in game the Boston seven. series. And we never saw him again. Well, that's it. The that offense it. has been uh, anemic. And it's like... He, what about Gionta? I mean, we can go across the board. Sure. But it's really weird to sit here and start criticizing these guys when they're down to the final four. Ladies and gentlemen, the New York Rangers are not what they we thought they were. Damn straight. Okay? The New York Damn Rangers straight. are good, and they know how to play the Canadians. Yeah. This is not the Boston Bruins. This is a fast skating team with probably the best penalty kill in the league right yeah, well, now, we saw that. up I mean, and down, so deep. They they got to the point. The Rangers got to the point yesterday, or yeah, yesterday, where they were just taking penalties willy nilly. They they would just because they knew the Habs weren't going to score in the power play. Mm-hmm. Not worried. One for eight yesterday. Not worried. Take take a bad take seven a good offensive penalty. zone penalties by the Rangers. Yeah. 
scary stuff. And a shorthanded goal, by the way. That's right. That's right. Look, all three goals by the Rangers last night were goals scored with the uh, with the player in isolation. Nobody near him. Yeah. Leaving Tokarski hang, hanging out to dry. Man, and he made some spectacular saves. He scenes. did. He did. And the Canadians didn't capitalize. He gave them a chance to win again, and the Canadians didn't. I'm not saying he was unstoppable. He was fantastic. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a goose egg. But he gave his team a chance to win, and they didn't capitalize because they're tired, Dave. For sure they're they are. Tired. Of course they are. And not they're that tired. it's an excuse now. Remember, it's not because the Rangers went the seven against the Penguins. Remember earlier in the season when yeah. uh, they're tired was an excuse? <laughs> yes. Before the Olympics? No excuses. Things have changed, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, time for us to open up these phone lines. 514-790-1690-1866-896-2546. We're talking Habs on the Kaufman Show. I really hope that the season doesn't end tomorrow. This has been so much fun. Yeah. This yeah. city is just, it comes alive. It really does. I mean, and it's I changed. Vi- I have visions, Jay, of the uh, the all-night bar thing happening during the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> oh, decisions, decisions, my friend. The Habs I- coming back and actually being able to party all night in a bar. Yeah. With the bar legally being allowed to serve a, them. a Stanley Cup final would have you'd have all of this happening at the same time in this great city. Stanley Cup final, you would have the bars starting to open at least twenty bars in the Montreal area opening until six o'clock a.m. Grand Prix rolls in at around that time as well during a Stanley Cup final, and the World Cup starts. So good luck, everybody. Good luck, everybody. You better get some sleep. Now or in that like five minute span between the end of the Grand Prix and the start of the World Cup. Yeah, even if I wasn't a Canadians fan, I would want them to get to the final just to see what kind of chaos would ensue in this city. And uh, probably we'd be the most party city in North America during that time. I think, I think Montreal already lays claim to that. It's up there. I mean, New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Sure. Other than that, I don't know what else. Yeah, but we have really like four or five Mardi Gras a year. That's true. We yeah. uh, just got a really cool uh, tweet coming in here from uh, Dustin who wrote to us saying, uh, well, not, not okay, let me start over. We just got a tweet from Dustin, which I think you all will appreciate. Uh, can't go to the game. There's a, a death in the family, so he can't go to game five. If he can't get his money back, what's a worthy cause? Okay. A so, worthy- obviously, he's looking to raise some money for charity through his game five tickets for tomorrow night. Okay. So, uh, let's let's put our heads together, Jay. Let's think okay. of what a, a worthy cause. There are so many in this city. Well, Dustin, I think that is a, a very, very honorable yeah, thing to I'm do. I'm very impressed. Mm. Very impressed. So we will uh, we will think about that. Take a break right now. Let's... At Mr. Underscore Bulldog. Two G's and an E at the end of it. Bulldoge. Bulldoge. <laughs> uh, sorry for your loss, Dustin, but very cool of you to uh, to offer to, to sell your tickets for charity. Fargo, we'll do everything we can. Fargo, North Dakota. That's where he's from. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. Wow. Good on you, Dustin. Good stuff. This is The Kaufman Show on TSN 690. Phone lines are open, 
Welcome back. It's the Kaufman Show on TSN 690. Dave Kaufman and Jay Farrar here with you. Pacioretty did score against the Rangers. Just feels like so long ago. And part of that's the the drawing out of this series. I mean, it feels like mm. they want to stretch the Stanley Cup Finals to Canada Day. Yeah. Not a very memorable goal, memorable goal but uh, yeah, so wake up, Dave. Okay. Okay. Uh, wake up. You know what? It's, wake up, boys. It's past midnight and I'm drinking coffee. I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> The coffee's a little old and a little cold, but yeah. but I think I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. You know, uh, let's shift gears for just a second off the Habs before we uh, speak with Torben Rolfson. Just want to mention something that's really messed up that I'm having a lot of trouble understanding when I when I go online, when I go to ESPN.com and I and I look at the baseball standings. Have you seen the American League East? Mm-hmm. The first place Toronto Blue Jays? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, four games over 500, I think. Yeah, seven in a row now. Yeah. the th- Only their third seven-game winning streak since the year 2000. Quietly. Quietly having a good beginning of the season. Well, it's not even a good beginning. The beginning itself was, was kind of lackluster, but the, the whole AL East was playing 500, and then the Jays just went on this huge winning streak. They snuck in. And uh, it's very impressive to see. Still 110 to go. Absolutely. We are Nearly at the third way mark. Two games ahead of the Yankees. Yankees are over 500, 27-23. Look at those Red Sox, Jay. Baltimore. And the Red Sox are putrid right now. I well, mean, so putrid. is Tampa. So is yeah. Tampa. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. You know, my uh, my Tampa-Washington World Series prediction is looking very, <laughs> very terrible right now. Could be worse. Maybe, maybe next year, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just have to pick Washington just to psych myself up. No, no, no. Mentally. No, no, no. Not that I want... Trust me, you know I don't want them to win. It's yeah. just more about getting myself ready for the fact that they're going to eventually. Oh, Jimmy's answering the phone. Look at that. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Look at that. Jimmy's answering the Kaufman phone. Kaufman show. <laughs> does that work on every every other show? Does that happen? No. Not, okay. not always. Okay, cool. Not always. That Torben? Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Next time, Jimmy, mic on when you answer the phone, okay? I want everyone to know. We want to hear Torben as well. That's right. Um, I want to hear Torben as well. Yeah. Can we Can we have his mic on as you're answering the phone? I will do that. Okay. Amazing. Uh, every Monday night, Torben Rolfson joins us on the Kaufman Show. Yes, Jay? I'd, I'd love to hear the banter between Jimmy and Torben. The small talk <laughs> that ensues before he comes on air. <laughs> okay. Hi, Torben. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, we're great. Torben Ralston is the resident comedian on The Kaufman Show. He joins us every Monday from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. Tonight being Monday, we figured, why not? Hey, Torben, what is hey. going on, my friend? Well, I thought it was weird that uh, Milan Lucic wrote an anti-bullying book that was published in March. <laughs> with, with a foreword by Vladimir Putin. Jeez. Oh, oh, <laughs> And I saw where Slash played the Star Spangled Banner at Staples Center before Game Three. Yeah, he was gonna he was gonna light his guitar on fire like Jimi Hendrix, but they were worried about damage to the ice. Plus, Corey Crawford is running out of sunscreen. <laughs> That's good. And after the performance, you know, each person in attendance had to spend 15 minutes in the dark room. <laughs> Gary Bettman says he took a recent trip to Seattle to check out the arena situation because he was quote in the neighborhood. For a playoff game in Anaheim. Oh, wow. Does this guy travel around using a risk board for a map? <laughs> I haven't seen geography that shaky since Miss Teen, South Carolina. Nice. <laughs> the NBA held their draft lottery, a.k.a. the Cleveland Cavaliers Super Bowl. <laughs> 
Hard to believe Minneapolis got an outdoor Super Bowl before an outdoor hockey game. Good point. They were awarded Super Bowl 52 in 2018, and uh, the runners-up in the bidding were Fargo and Fairbanks. <laughs> Trying to branch out, I guess. Kiev. Yeah, exactly. Michael Sam's TV series is no longer a go. Reaction was swift. Three football fans in America called their cable provider to drop the Oprah Winfrey network. <laughs> and offensive tackle Brian McKinney, he's currently out of an NFL job after repeatedly reporting out of shape. Apparently his idea of an off-season fitness program is lap dances. The NFL draft, I like the name Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Sounds like a late-night talk show monologue from 1998. <laughs> Instead of a Packers jersey, he held up a blue dress. Oh, God. <laughs> a huge sinkhole opened up in the end zone of Austin Peay's football stadium in Tennessee. A silver lining for Peay, who were 0-12 last season. Only opponents ever go in the end zone. <laughs> to quote a couple of Montreal and Vancouver boys, and this is the end, sinkhole de Mayo. Nice. <laughs> Some of these nations' World Cup bands are a little draconian. For example, Mexico will be the first ever group of men traveling in Rio trying to avoid alcohol and sex. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> it certainly is. Brazil is the sole bidder. <laughs> Brazil is the sole bidder to host this World Cup, much to the chagrin of FIFA officials who are used to being bribed for their votes. Right. Pretty cool that horse racing's Triple Crown is still alive. The Preakness served up 7,000 pounds of crab meat. That's like a Jameis Winston trip to Costco. <laughs> and General A-Rod uh, faded during crunch time and finished fourth in the Preakness. No word on his post-race drug testing. Nice. Uh, Prince Fielder may be having season-ending neck surgery. I hope he can maintain his fitness level while on the DL. <laughs> Shouldn't be too tough. Uh -huh. And finally, the Cubs signed Manny Ramirez to be a player coach for their AAA affiliate in Iowa. Real life has turned into a bad 90s baseball movie. Oh, Can you imagine what... Just Manny Ramirez in Iowa. He's, Needles in the outfield. Yeah, well, he's like 90... <laughs> it's, he's, he's 90 years premature to walk out of the cornfield at the Field of Dreams, <laughs> right. isn't he? Well, maybe not. Play, play catch with Manny? <laughs> play catch with me, Manny? Yeah. I'll call him Jimmy. Dad. The, 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 they're for Torben and for Torben only. He's the funny one. I'm the nice one. Jay's the tough one. John yeah. puts the podcast up. Yeah. Jimmy as well. Torben, <laughs> what do you got going on this week, Torben? Uh, I'm going to be at Kino Comedy tomorrow night, Tuesday night, 9 p.m. It's a fundraiser for troubled kids or kids in trouble. I'm not sure. It's for kids going through some sort of adversity. Well, uh, I know you're the one to, uh, to set them straight. That's right. <laughs> Follow him on uh, Twitter at Van Guy. Torben Rolfson will speak next Monday. Have a great night, Montreal. I'll Thank talk you. you. Later. Thank you, Torben. There he goes. And we're going to take a break right now on the Kaufman Show on TSN 690 here until 1. Talking Habs, taking your calls, marveling about these Blue Jays that are in first place. How long will that last? We'll see. 110 to go. We come up with, a, with the charity yet for our, uh, for our Twitter friend? Not yet, but uh, we'll, we'll think about it. Okay, we will. Uh, we will get it before the uh, before the end of the night. Is he going to sell the tickets or give away the tickets? We, we, we will, need to uh, talk to. This we guy. will send him a tweet right now, and we will uh, establish the, the parameters. That's a good call. Yeah, this is the Kaufman Show on TSN six ninety five one four seven nine zero one six ninety.
Welcome back. It's The Kaufman Show on TSN 690. I'm Dave Kaufman. You can follow me on Twitter at The Kaufman Show with Jay Farrar, who's at the Farrar side on the Twitter. I think the ghosts have moved over from the forum yet. That was Winter Sleep's Weighty Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> now joined by co-host Edward G. Robinson. <laughs> I, I think they're still there, see? Yeah, you see? Yeah. <laughs> Those ghosts, they're not going anywhere. They're not there. They're, they're I'm one the, of them. They're learning Butler's County desk. <laughs> I've been dead since the 19th century, see? <laughs> I don't think there were any ghosts there in the 19th century, to be fair. No. To be fair. No. They're, they're more Nobody died century. before the 19th that's right, century. That's right. There right. are no, no deaths in this city. No. People just lived and lived forever. Hmm. So uh, we have a caller on the line. His name is Dustin. He's the guy that tweeted before, Mr. Uh, Bulldog. Except Bulldog. It's, uh, Bulldog. Uh, G-G-E. Uh, Dustin, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. How are you? Well, not too bad. I'll be uh, I'll be a heck of a lot better tomorrow night, though. After uh, after a big Habs win. After a big I'm, Habs win. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're I, coming out. I I think so too. I like uh, I liked how Brian Wild finished his call of the Wild article today, saying that he doesn't predict and he doesn't bet on sports, but he thinks it's going back to New York. I uh, I, I think so too. So we'll see. I, I, we both can't be wrong, right? Well, there you go. Exactly. If we throw Jay Ferrar in there, then uh, oh man, there's no stopping us now. <laughs> uh, so you sent me a tweet uh, about a half an hour ago saying that there was a, a death in the family and you can't go to Game Five. Now you, you added, "If I can't get my money back, what's a worthy cause?" I don't know. I, I've never heard of somebody calling the Canadians and getting their money back. I'm sure that there are different illegal things that one could do to get their money back, but we can't endorse that on this station. We're the home oh, of the Habs. Of so of course, uh, right? what I would suggest is that uh, you donate the money to the Cedars Cancer Institute if you can get some money for this uh, for the tickets. Mm-hmm. Where are do your you seats? Do you know of any organizations that will just take tickets? Because I have them on email, so you know, I could just email them out. But I'm in Fargo, North Dakota, and I'm oh, not. Right. I'm not going to make it up there. Right? It's just that's not going to happen. That was originally the plan, but I can't take any more time off of work after last week. So, uh, you know, even if there's, I don't know, like a like a vet that could take a kid or something to that effect, I would. Mm. I would just want wow. the seats to have a couple Habs fans in it rather than. Well, rather than New York fans, especially, I don't want to sit in either. Perhaps, so. yeah, give them, give them uh, the experience instead of, you know, the cash straight up, somebody who may not normally have the, the chance to go and see the Montreal Canadiens. That is Canadians, so nice of you. Especially in an Eastern Conference final. That would be uh, very commendable, my friend, very commendable. Dustin, that's really, that's above and beyond. That's really cool. I just followed you on Twitter, and I'll, uh, I'll send you a DM when I get home tonight. We can, uh, we can liaise back and forth and try and figure out a charity that'll take the tickets and, uh, and take someone to the game. Cool. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Guys. Thank you, and I appreciate you listening all the way from Fargo, North Dakota. How cool is that? Every day. Every Good day. stuff. Good stuff. Thanks man. a lot. Go man. Abs. Go. We appreciate the call. That was neat, eh? 
What a nice guy. I like that. I think that's pretty cool. So we'll uh we'll figure that we'll out. Figure that out. Yeah, we'll uh we'll figure that out. Uh and now we're getting some suggestions as to what the charity should be, but uh we'll have to figure out who would be able to take tickets and then like maybe the maybe the children's or Saint Justin or something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh we'll 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 do a little bit of extra work this week. This sounds like a good good reason. I like the idea of uh a kid. I like the idea of people who'd never been to games before going to games. You know, even Jay saying that he hadn't been to a playoff game since uh well, that was your ever. first ever playoff game. Since ever. Since ever, right. Yeah. Since watching the Habs beat the Kings on the TV at the Forum in 93. Yeah. Yeah, That that, but that doesn't That count. would have been the John LeClaire uh, night, right? Right. That would have been fun. Is that Foster lurking in the background? Totally. I can see him in the reflection. Yeah. Tell him to go away. It's bothering me. I, I, he can't hear me. Okay. He's a pretty good hockey player, by the way. Is oh yeah, you played with the uh, you played with TSN at the uh, the Dans la Rue, right? Hockey de Rue. Hockey de Rue. Sorry, yeah. and uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. We we somehow scrounged out a Bell Media team together because right. we had a lot of quitters. <clears throat> Aaron Rand, oh. who I called out today at another charity function that I was at, and uh, yeah, like and to Chris, his face, you mean? Or? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He has a torn meniscus. Sure you do. He wanted did, to play did you goalie. Explain to Aaron that it's the playoffs. He that... wanted to play goalie, and then we told him that we have another kid playing goalie, and then he says, "Well, then I'm not playing." Wow, because wow. he I am can't so run around. Not getting involved in this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I, I know where my bread is buttered. This I saw seems him like today. This is not. I am not in this fight. I, I saw. I saw him today, and I gave him a little flack. And and you know who was there with him was Chris Demacos, who also quit at the last. Oh, second, that's right. But he had a legitimate reason. So yeah, he had to go to court. Yeah. No. 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 He had a. He had a legitimate. <laughs> he had a legitimate reason. Aaron Rand, I still don't quite believe. No. You know? Because there was an incident. It's it's a funny little incident, actually. Uh huh. Very quick story. Yeah. Somebody, as we were talking about this, just on cue, somebody knocks over the wine. On 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 uh, on Father John, really? Yes. And now you should be ashamed of yourself already for sorry, uh, Father Emmett John's or Father John Walsh. Father John Walsh. Okay. On Father John Walsh, and I made a little joke. That and makes it, it sound like I know a lot of priests, doesn't it? You do, and okay. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Right. You could probably use the help. <laughs> uh, and then Aaron Rand wiped wiped off the suit and everything. We made a couple of jokes, and I said a joke, and Father John tried to kick me, but it was okay. And then. <laughs> Some of the some of the red wine had spilled on the floor, and then with the exact same leg, yes, that had the torn meniscus. meniscus Aaron Rand proceeds to wipe the you know when you drop the napkin on the floor and you use your foot to wipe it up with the same leg. So uh, I called uh, bullshit, my no, friend. No, you did not. I did too. Oh wow! Yeah, in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In front of Chris Demacos. And Father, and Father John Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> Going straight to hell, my boy. So that's my story of the day. <laughs> and he's sticking to it. Yeah, and be sure that Aaron Rand will be playing in the Hockey de Rue for Bell Media next year. I bet. Or yes. Jay Farrar is going to have him. Uh, I'll call you out, guys. Over we lost all three games, by the way. All three games we were in, we lost. If you'd had Aaron Rand, you know. I scored two goals in, in the tournament. Final score, 199 to two. <laughs> Not far off. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, money was raised for charity. and that's It was. It was great. Part. It was a lot of fun. Our uh, thanks to Dustin once again for calling in, and uh, we'll see if we can get those tickets into, uh, into good hands for tomorrow night's Habs game. This is The Kaufman Show on TSN 690. Zombie.
People call me the space cowboy. Yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. Cause I speak of the pompous of love. People talk about me, baby. Say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong. Well, don't you worry, no, baby, no, don't worry. Cause I'm right here, right here, right here, right here at home. Cause I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover, and I'm a sinner. Play my music in the sun. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight joker I get my love and love The Midnight Tokarski on the Kaufman Show. Will the kid ever get an opportunity in this city? Somebody asked me the other day if the Canadians should trade him during the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> well, give him some time, but his stock will not be higher than it is right now. And we know that you know, Carey Price is going to be the goalie going down the road for the Montreal I love, Canadians. I love this city. It's the best. The guy comes up to me, you know, I often get some great the guys. The Habs are seven wins from, from the Stanley Cup right yeah, now. I, yeah, and we're talking about trade. Vanek's garbage. Gionta's garbage. Bench, the team is garbage. Bench Vanek, trade... Tarkarski, <laughs> get a big forward. It's always get a big get a big center. Always. You know? Oh, for sure. And guy just comes up to me. He's like, Jay, you got to come over here, man. He's in the middle of a conversation. I'm like, what's up, man? And he's like, listen, do you think this is like seconds after the Marty St. Louis girl, right. goal? And he's like, do you think we should trade <laughs> Dustin Tarkarski in the offseason? We could get something awesome for him, couldn't we? I'm like, probably. Probably. I mean, maybe I don't get know a big something... draft pick or something like that. And he's like, yeah, we should do that. Oh, wow. I'm like, is this what we're thinking about right now? Or? No, ideally, right now should, should be what people are thinking about. And maybe that goal by St. Louis makes people want to think about down the road because they're afraid of tomorrow night. Yeah. The, possible result right and, and frankly wouldn't it be nice if next week there was there was not a post-mortem on the kaufman show wouldn't that be swell yeah it's a lot to wish for yeah it's a lot to wish for john kakalakis is with us as well hello john how are you gentlemen we are well uh mike is on we're good to go all right nope your mic's still not on it's it's no Sometimes I just I wonder what's going on here. <laughs> Live radio people flying is, is without the a phone, net. Is the phone ringing? Okay. Now I am here. There, there you go, go John. There, go. there you go. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. John, I'd love your thoughts on uh, on tomorrow night and what do you think is going to happen? Well, let's not kid ourselves. I think the Habs have showed a lot of resiliency throughout these playoffs, throughout this season. I don't expect anything different tomorrow night. The only difference is uh, which a king... Henrik Lundqvist shows up, he can be the difference. I think this series is practically over. I don't see how the Montreal Canadiens will win three straight games. I think uh, I share a lot of uh, Jay's thoughts that he said before. This team looks exhausted. Uh, and uh, you know what? Uh, you got to give credit to the Rangers in this series. They were under uh, underestimated. People took them a bit lightly. Yes, Carey Price uh, got injured in that first game, but the Rangers are... You know, they mean business, but at the end of the day, I still think that whoever makes it out of the East 
will not uh, be a match for the LA Kings. Really, you think it's just fait accompli? Absolutely. The LA Kings are as good as anybody. They're dangerous. Just look at what they're doing to the Chicago Blackhawks right now. But it's crazy mm. to think, considering where they were in the play. I mean, they were backs against the wall. This exactly. Time. And now they're unstoppable in my book. Wow. Jay, Regardless. Do you feel the same way, Jay? Yeah, they're. What's the nickname they're calling them? The cucarachas. Really? Yeah, they they're are cockroaches. It, they're cockroaches. They're not dying. Cockroach. They're not dying, and they keep coming back. And wow. They they really look unstoppable. I don't know if what it's, a romantic nickname. You know, I, yeah, and you know, I've missed the last two games. I haven't been able to take them in because of uh, various engagements I've been involved in. But the, um, I'm not sure if I don't know if Chicago's falling apart. Patrick Kane had his first first goal, uh, his first point. In this whole series today, and uh, if if Chicago is is not showing up like that, well, they're giving LA all the reason all the reason they need to 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 just pounce on them. It was three to nothing by the end of the first period. Yeah, it absolutely was halfway through the first period. I think yeah. it was three and, nothing. And you know, John's right. LA looks absolutely unstoppable now, and and they have for for quite a while since probably the end of the first round. Frankly, the uh, the dread after seeing the Kings beat the Habs six nothing at the Bell Center during the regular season gives me mm. pause about facing the Kings in the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. I mean, we know the league's cheering for a New York-LA final. Right. I think that's the that's the sexy pick, the one that gets the most eyeballs on NBC. Sure. But, uh, oh man, oh man, it, this has just been such a wonderful run. It's been such a, a magical time in the city, last night notwithstanding, where, uh, amazing. where once again a sad, drunk bomb hit the city of Montreal. Amazing that half the original six are now in the final four. Yeah, it's great, eh? Right, hold on, do the math there? Okay, we got half it. Half the original six are in the final four. That's like a kid's math problem. Then no, what no, time does the train arrive? In- I'm, I'm having problems with it now, and I'm the one who said it. So I'm, I'm, I just confused myself. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. And, but and I think I got it right. Half the listening audience as well, and, and I don't know, at least three quarters of the studio, myself included. Okay. But I mean, I went into radio because I can't do math, right? I feel like that's the, the natural but, yeah, progression of that's things. That's the whole idea, isn't it? You know, usually I'm the cynic on this show. I'm the bad guy, and you guys are always the happy-go-lucky, everything's wonderful and rosy people. Okay. Okay, another math problem that another you can't problem. seem to figure out. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I'm holding out hope right now. I really, I don't see the Canadians losing tomorrow night. I think the Bell Center. Okay, be... you you have hope, or you or you truly believe that the Canadians will win tomorrow? That do you? Well, I mean, I'm not going to bet the house on it. Here's what: What do they do? What do they do to win? Like John, let, let me ask you this: What do you think about because it's this? sports and anything can happen, right? Do, do that's know, why we don't. That's why we don't bet the house. No, no, on absolutely. Things. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I agree with you. But okay. but what can you do now? Now we we we're talking about how they're absolutely exhausted. They're done. They seem like they're finished. They can't skate anymore. They have such a bunch of healthy guys right now sitting up in the booth. Now. Do you, I mean, even Pierre Maguire mentioned Douglas Murray's name today. Now, I know the Rangers are fast and they'll probably skate circles around him. But do you take a risk? Do you throw in a Ryan White? Do you throw in, do you try and sit something? Travis Moen is sitting there as well. Do you, do you take a risk and maybe put some fresh bodies out there? Some guys who have some wheels. Terrian took the risk uh, last game by putting in Bouillon. It worked. It worked. He scored a goal. He seemed like he was full of energy. He yep. was ready to go. A lot of guy, people say, well... You know, these guys have been sitting for a long time. I think it has the opposite effect. I think, I think these too. guys are really, they're, you they're get really itching hungry. to get in. Yeah, you, you do you get take hungry. that risk? What do you think, John? Well, a guy like Travis Moen, absolutely. He's a Stanley Cup winner. He's yeah. been there before. Right. Even a guy like Ryan White, I mean, he, he's been a, a much better player this season. So he can bring something to the table. And yes, this is energy that they can use on this uh, roster right now. 
Yeah. I, I'm totally with you. Look, uh, I'd love to see Ryan White in this series. For me, the revelation of the playoffs of the Montreal Canadiens, I mean, a lot of people say DeArnay has been, uh, that David DeArnay has been, uh, I mean, and he's been amazing. He's, he's been fantastic. He's, he's, he's played skating, like he's six foot three. He's skating circles around, but the problem is he's got nobody to pass to. He, it looks like he's just constantly looking for somebody to be open. He's going and going, and he's and you can see it in his face. He's like, come on, guys, somebody get open. Somebody get to the net. I'll tell you, for me, it's Bourneval. Yeah, Bourneval for me has been has been a revelation, and, yeah. and and I go back to the preseason when Bourneval was turning heads and made this team. Yeah, the guy has he's shown that same intensity the entire season whenever he's been counted on to deliver. And he may be the fastest guy on the team. A hundred percent, he was the yeah. fastest guy in the Bruins series. Yeah, hasn't had as many opportunities this time around. And that's the problem. You, you see, if you want to bring in Moen or you bring in White, you lose your energy, guys. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Can, you can lose a Bornevel, you can lose a Weiss. I don't think Weiss will, will see the bench at all in this series. Would He's you, had such would a great you sit Vanek? Can you sit No, can you, can't. Can you can't. You can't take Vanek? that stick out of the lineup, no even matter though, what. Even though in the lineup it's... Just because somebody has to cover him, they have Van- to put somebody on the ice because Vanek's on the ice? Bordeval is a great skater. He has great energy. He can't find the back of the net. No, well, he, he doesn't he, have he a can't shot. Put, no, he can't put the puck in the net. And Vanek, at his worst, at his worst, can put can put the net well, yeah, for, p- for puck the, in the net more often than Bournemouth. For the can. lackluster playoffs he's had, he still has what five goals, right? And and that's what I'm saying. You don't bench Thomas Vanek ever during the playoffs. Maybe at the beginning of the regular season, you know. But you just you know, Simon Sleekus was talking about this today. Stop talking about that. It's it's silly, but it is. It's silly to say bench Thomas Vanek. That's that's a stupid thing to say. It's just looking for a spark and trying to find something to make this offense stop being as. And it's, again, it's, benching it's one weird. of your best players is not going to. It's weird find a spark. to say right now with the team being seven wins away from a Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. the team being one of only four left standing right now in the NHL. But the offense has become anemic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The number one score of the Habs in the playoffs. It's PK Subban. The second guy is a player that doesn't see power play time at all, which is Lars Eller. Mm. Yeah. But he's skating. He's skating and he's been playing well. He's he hasn't been I don't know. I mean, last game he was he seems to always get to the puck, you know. He's the only one that seems to be getting to the puck in the corners, you know. Bourneval is also a guy like that. But puck I mean, Lars Eller has been skating really really well and he's getting in the corners, but do you put him on the power play though? Because he has he hasn't done it all year long, you know. But do we take that risk nowadays? Well, what I'm tr- I'm trying to say is that we're talking about an anemic offense. That's exactly my point. Lars Eller, I think he's had great playoffs. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. But he hasn't had any power play time, so that just shows you how the offense is struggling. And like we're talking about Thomas Vanek, it's a no brainer to take him take him out of the lineup because you know he can turn around a game just like that. Well, hopefully tomorrow night will be the game that he turns around, and tomorrow night will not be Thomas Vanek's last game in a Montreal Canadiens uniform. I want to thank you all for listening tonight. Podcast available at thecoffmanshow.podbean.com. Habs will win 4-2 tomorrow. Ooh. So if I'm wrong, this podcast will be up until after the game when we will take and it And if down. you're wrong, you won't be here next week for me to ridicule you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm going fishing. Listen up, kid. It's not what you think. Stayed out too late. Had a little too much to drink. Walk home, cross the bridge. When the marquee shut down. There's a reason that I love this town. Nobody cares how much money you have If you've got enough to get in a cab There'll be drinks on the house if your house burns down There's a reason that I love this town
The shit with miniature Tim. If he needs a tune, then I'll write one for him. We like the same books and we like the same sounds. There's a reason that I love this town. I played a show in Kelowna last year. Said, Pick it up, Joel. We're dying in here. Picture one hand clapping, then picture half that sound. There's a reason that I hate that town. If you saw my band in the early days, then you Face down in our suit, some French restaurant. I saw Riviera de Lune last night at the tour. We burnt the place to the ground. There's a reason that I love this town. There's a reason that I love this town. There's a reason that I love this town. Listening to the Kaufman Show on TSN 690 for Jay Farrar. I'm Dave Kaufman. Jay, I'll see you next week. Go Habs, go. What'd that sound like?